Okay, so today we're looking at Batman number five, and we're looking at the second comic within that issue. On the cover, we have a giant dragon, or something like a dragon. It doesn't have any wings, and it only has front legs, as far as I can tell, but it is shooting something that looks like fire, or maybe just very hot gas. Either way, it's probably intended to be a dragon. And it's shooting flames that kind of look like balls of gas at Batman. While Robin is on the ground next to the dragon. Batman's gotta go rescue him. So the comic starts out in text. It tells us that Batman and Robin are just out at night when they run into a couple people trying to break into a house. And they're like, let's beat these guys up. So they do. As soon as they finish, the guy who owns the house comes out and is like, Batman, you're just the person I needed to see. Come in, come in. He introduces himself as Professor Anderson. And he tells them that his story is pretty wild. But since they themselves are rather strange, he thinks they'll believe him. He takes them into his laboratory and he shows them this giant machine. It looks very spacey. It's got like a needle and a bucket all on arms up above some chairs. And Batman's like, what's this for? And Professor Anderson goes, Alright, this is the crazy bit. So, I've made this machine that allows you to go into any book you like. Batman's like, yeah, that is wild. And Professor Anderson says, yes, but nevertheless true. And then Batman's all, well, okay, I guess I can believe you about this thing that sends you into books, but I don't get why you've called me in here just to look at your special machine. And Professor Anderson's all, well, you see, I sent my daughter into this book of fairy tales two days ago, and she hasn't come back out. So I need Batman to go into the book of fairy tales and beat up all the fairy tale characters and return my daughter to me. And Batman's like, well, that's not really our thing, but I guess we could beat up witches and goblins. So they sit down in the chairs. The machine kind of looks like a really, really old computer. The doctor points it at him. And they start reading this fairy tale book. It's giant, so they can both read it at the same time. And then he zaps them with the machine. And the whole room is filled with purple smoke, and we see them floating in space for a bit. Until they fall out the other side. And they're all, look, it really worked, we really are in fairyland. And they look around for a bit, but fairyland's a big place, they don't see Anderson's daughter. But they do find an old man walking down the path with a scythe. And they say, wait, stop, tell us if you've seen Anderson's daughter. But the old man is like, I can't stop, I'm Father Time, and I always have to go. And Batman's like, oh, well, okay, you can keep going, but still, tell us about Anderson's daughter. And Father Time is like, yeah, I know everything, so I know that she's here, she's been here for the last two days, and if she doesn't get home by the end of today, she's gonna be stuck here forever. She's been captured by Gruul Gruul. The Black Witch, so you better go get her now. And Batman's like, oh, okay. So Father Time walks off, and Batman and Robin debate how they're going to do this. But they don't have to for long, because they look up in the sky, and who do they see but Gruul Gruul, the Black Witch. And she's been expecting them. She says, there they are. I saw you in my magic crystals, and I'm going to kill you right now to stop you from taking Anderson's daughter. So she points her wand at them, and she summons two guys. Burn, the flame guy, and freeze, the ice guy. Then she flies away. 
This is quite a predicament for Batman and Robin, because they can't even touch these two without burning up or freezing. Burn rushes at Batman. Batman dodges and kicks him a little, and the soles of his boots melt. Freeze jumps at Robin, and Robin grabs him by the arm and flips him over his shoulder, right on the burn. Once these two have touched, they start melting and going out, until all that's left is a little puddle of water and some ashes. Batman's like, see? Fire and water put each other out! And then they walk on, towards where they think the witch's castle is. On the way, they see another person. They ask him for directions. He gives them directions, but he says he can't stop either. His name is Simple Simon, and he's going to a fair. But he wishes them good luck and tells them that they have to travel through the mountain. He also kindly tells them that there's a dragon in the mountain. Once they get there, though, they don't see any dragon, so they kind of just walk through the mountain. Until they do come upon the dragon. It starts breathing smoke at them, and then it breathes fiery smoke at them, and they run away. But Robin trips, and Batman has to run back and pull him out of the way of the dragon's claws. It smashes it down on him. Once Batman safely stows Robin somewhere, he pulls out his two chemicals and he mixes them together and throws them in the dragon's face. Then the dragon is defeated and they can walk through the rest of the mountain. Once Batman and Robin get through the mountain, they realize they still don't know where to go afterwards. So they look around some more for some more fairy tale creatures to tell them where to go. And they see a little fat guy sitting on a wall. Robin goes up to him and is like, Could we get directions to the witch's castle? And Humpty Dumpty, because that's who it is, is all, Yeah, you gotta climb up that beanstalk over there. And Robin's like, Hey, you know, you look familiar, because he's Humpty Dumpty. And Humpty Dumpty is all puffed up. He goes, very possibly, very possibly. My name is very, very important. I'm connected with the king's soldiers, I am. Humpty Dumpty. And Dick is all, you better not be too important, Humpty Dumpty. You're riding for a fall. And then I urge him to run off before Humpty Dumpty starts hyping himself up more and trying to correct Dick's grammar because Humpty Dumpty is just like that. Robin is able to get away without being yelled at by the grumpy old man that is Humpty Dumpty. And he and Batman quickly find the beanstalk. They climb all the way up. And when they get to the top, they're all, It looks so nice from up here. And they don't see the giant hands reaching to grab them from above. Until they're already grabbed by a cyclops. He's all, Fee-fi-fo-fum. Food! Fresh food! Then he takes him back to his house, and he puts him in this little, like, birdcage thing. Batman lets us know that he can escape very easily with one of his vials, but he has to wait till the giant guy isn't looking at them. Then the giant guy goes and gets water to boil, so they escape right away. Unfortunately, he catches them once they escape. Batman and Robin have to think fast. Batman throws a fork at his face. It stabs him in the eye, and he's all, ow! Then he's... His cousin comes in, and his cousin's like, What's going on? And the Cyclops. His cousin isn't the Cyclops. And the Cyclops is all, My food staged a mutiny. Let's kill them. And he picks up Robin and throws him. But, as luck would have it, he throws Robin right onto a chandelier. So Robin grabs the other end and swings around to hit the cousin in the face. Now the cousin's on the floor, and the original Cyclops is walking around blinded. Batman jumps onto the cousin's head, and he's all, Here! I'm right here! The Cyclops smacks the cousin in the face, and Batman and Robin escape. 
they've almost made it to the witch's castle. There's only a moat of fire to go. They say we can't just walk across that moat. So they devise what seems to me a very shoddy plan. They bend back a tree real far, and they tie it down. Robin gets on the tree, and then Batman cuts the rope, so the tree springs back up to where it was, and Robin launched across the fire. This seems like it could backfire astronomically, but it worked out. Then Batman does the same to himself, and he also gets across the fire. So now they're in the witch's castle. And we see in a different part of the witch's castle, the witch is stirring her pot with a girl tied up against her wall. And she's like, you'll make this witch's brew taste delicious. I know I've said that the faces don't really illustrate what the characters are feeling well, but this girl just looks so unimpressed. Then Batman and Robin run up from the stairs, and they're all, we're gonna defeat you, witch, gruel gruel, and take Professor Anderson's daughter back home. And she's all, fools! And she turns the staircase into a slide. And they slide down it and are put in this room with, like, pirates and goblins. And the pirates and goblins take a minute to explain that the witch has them all down here starving. And they're going to eat Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin don't care. And since these guys are starving, they're very easy to beat up. Batman and Robin do that. And then they interrogate one of them. They say, how do you defeat the witch? And he's all... Okay, so the witch will turn into three creatures, and if you wrestle her while she's all three creatures, then she'll lose all her power and you'll be fine. So Batman's all, all right, that's what we gotta do. See, normally Batman would have some magic item for this, but he's Batman, so he doesn't need it. He runs back up the stairs, and this time, instead of turning the stairs into a slide, the witch turns into a lion and she jumps at Batman. But Batman remembers what the little goblin guy told him to do, and he wrestles the lion. Then she turns into an alligator, and he wrestles the alligator too. Finally, she turns into a tiger, and he continues wrestling the tiger and doesn't get scratched at all. After a while, she turns back into the witch, and she's all, You've defeated me! My powers are gone! And then she jumps off her own moat! Self-defeating bad guys. But oh no, it's almost sundown. They can see it from the tower. They're like, There's no way we're gonna get home in time. And Robin's like, Yeah. Unless we had that magic carpet from my fairy tale book. We just have to say, magic carpet, take us back to where we arrived. And they're all standing on a carpet. Which hops up into the air and becomes a magic carpet. And they're all super surprised. They had no idea that was going to work. But Batman figures she must have stolen it from somewhere a while ago. The magic carpet's real fast. And finally, they get back to the spot where they came in. Professor Anderson is able to pull them back through the fairy tale book. So his daughter's back, and he's all, Thank God, you've come back. Thanks so much, Batman. And Batman's like, No, thank you, that was so fun. And Robin's all, I'm gonna go home and read my own fairy tale book over again. The end.